It is time for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Cindy. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Let's get an update on those markets. How are they doing today? Yeah, you know, it's been a funny week. We had a super strong uh, start to May. Markets, uh, you know, shot up. And then, of course, uh, yesterday we saw... Uh, markets kind of give up all of those gains. And today we're slightly positive. And a lot of that has to do with earnings, right? I mean, earnings have been good. Uh, so people are getting a little excited and, you know, they're bullish on the reopening of the economy there in the U.S. I've never heard this before, but I didn't realize that there is this adage that you should sell in May. What does that mean? Yeah, the the idea of sell in May and go away. I mean, the, the situation with that is it is true that per- stock market performance um, on average has been lower uh, between May and October than it is uh, November to March. Um, and the, the thing about that is, though, it doesn't mean that the markets go down automatically in May. So, again, you shouldn't be uh, selling all your stocks because it's May. Uh, there's many years when May proved to be a, a great time to invest. You think of last year for example. If you sold everything in May, uh, you would have missed the entire run of the year. You know, although we have had three months of positive returns there in the U.S., um, and uh, that's uh, that's a pretty strong streak, I would say. Uh, so we're due for some sort of minor correction at some point. But what we're looking at right now, when you look at six months ahead or 12 months ahead, uh, you know, to me, in my opinion, you want to be invested because the economy is going to be reopening uh, and vaccines are still being rolled out. And we're going through this bumpy area right now, but corporate earnings uh, have been very strong. So, so again, so I don't follow the sell in May and go away. Uh, and again, there's a, there's a lot of articles on it out there. Uh, really? Yeah, there is. Uh, almost every year, somebody brings it up to me. Some client will say, should we be selling? It's May. <laughs> uh, but again, you can't be investing uh, seasonally. Uh, yeah. Let's put it that way, right? And, I don't and again, you would that. create a bunch. Sorry, what was that? I was going to say, I don't understand that at all. Like, how can there be an adage? It's Wall Street. Things happen. It reacts to things that are going on, right? You can't just go with a blanket rule. Well, exactly, exactly. So, so that's where we suggest people don't, uh, you know, start panicking because it is May, uh, and uh, and you know, stay invested until there's re- reason not to be invested. Let's put it that way. Okay, excellent. Though now we are also going to get some advice from you about how to make sure that we set up our portfolios for success. Are there like some steps that we should be making sure that we follow through? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, what is knowing what type of investor you are? Often when I'm on, on the uh, on the phone on an initial meeting, I'm talking to people about investor personality, right? Like what type of investor are you? Um, which would mean, you know, how do you handle volatility? Were you able to sleep at night when, uh, you know, when markets are having a correction? Uh, and the different answers I get, um, you know, is amazing. I mean, it's, uh, you know, people vary. So, so do their investor personalities. And then also, you know, what are your f- financial short and long-term goals? That's something else you really want to ask yourself. And, and what's your time horizon, right? So, so Simi, what type of investor personality do you think you have? I think it's probably changed over time. I'm probably, because of the age I'm at now, more conservative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we see that often. And also when uh, you go through something like last year during the pandemic, right, often people change their investor personality. So, you know, when things are going well, people feel really comfortable and confident about the markets and their portfolio. 
They don't look often. Uh, however, uh, when markets uh, correct, or, or even if there's a crash, uh, all of a sudden people want to become much more conservative. But again, uh, you want to kind of stick to your strategy longer term if possible. And then, of course, asset allocation. How much do you have in stocks versus bonds versus real estate? I bring that up because a lot of Vancouverites are very real estate heavy. And a lot of financial advisors don't look at you know the bird's eye view of your net worth, right? And say if you have rental properties and things like that, you can consider that more of a kind of income-producing investment, right? It's I, I wouldn't say it's like a bond, um, but again, you should categorize it a little bit differently. So maybe you can have uh, a higher weighting to stocks in your portfolio with your advisor if you do have a lot of real estate outside. And again, asset location. So where are you holding your stocks and bonds? And again, anything that bears interest, you want to be holding that in your tax-free savings account or RSP or RIF if you can, uh, and more of your equities outside uh, that produce dividends and capital gains. And so again, it's it's not you know one fit for all, and you really have to be having these uh, you know these conversations with your financial advisor. Uh, but again, starting there um, really will help you by just the, you know those three areas. Right. Uh, um, investor personality, asset allocation, asset location, uh, to figure out how you can create that successful portfolio that's going to get you where you need to go. How often should you revisit the asset allocation thing? Like you shouldn't just like allocate them and then leave it, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I never believe in the set it and forget it type investment strategy. I think, and you've heard me say this many times, the world changes, you got to change with it. And so, asset allocation for us, like we usually look at uh, when we're creating an investment plan, what's the maximum amount of equity weighting or stock weighting we would want to have for this particular client or, or family. And uh, from there, though, we always say we can move lower, right? Because if something happens in the world, there's a black swan event or, you know, something comes out of left field, we want to be able to protect that portfolio. So we have reduced people from, you know, 60, say 70% equity allocation down to 40% very quickly, um, you know, going through the pandemic or whatever it might have been, just so we're cushioning the blow. So again, if you are in a buy and hold strategy, that asset allocation may help or hurt you sometimes, right? So you should be looking at it, I would say at least annually with your financial advisor. We're looking at things almost on a daily basis, right? What's happening in the world? Where do we want to be? How do we want to be allocated for so, so again, just keep that in mind. Uh, nothing should be set in stone. It's the stock market. Uh, it's the world economy. Things move, and you got to move with it. That is all good advice. I think a lot of people are now thinking about, when was the last time I heard from my advisor? Uh, Lori? <laughs> that, that is an unfortunate problem in our industry. So, I'll bet. so, yeah, you know, you should be having standard portfolio reviews. You should be able to reach out to their team. Uh, you know, we send out weekly market comments. But again, having, you know, touching base is, is really important and making sure you know what uh, your performance is if you're up, down, or sideways during these times. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Lori. Thank you so much, Simi. Lori Pankowski, she's a Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact her team directly, 604-695-LORI, or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.